Hello and welcome to Please Watch This, a film podcast where two film-loving mates with gaps in their view and history recommend films to one another so they can once and for all answer the question, who has better tits? Um, this week we are doing the 2006 film oh, Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny. Uh, and, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to outline it, say why I love it, and uh, then it'll be the end of the episode. Thanks guys. Uh, no, in, in all seriousness, I'm, as always I'm joined by Hugh Dempsey. Hugh, how are you mate? Have you had a stroke? Uh, just six beers. Right, that, I mean, that, but that's your normal amount, isn't it? Oh yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. so, so again, my question remains: Have you had a stroke? It's seven beers. It's hard, oh, is, it's hard it, to know. is that the the, um, the confidence thing where you have two and a half, and then if you have three, you're I've, fucked, and the world I've goes peaked to shit. And gone beyond the peak but for you, it's it's seven beers rather than it's somewhere two, in the six to seven and a half. range. Uh, how uh, have you been, okay. Hugh? You had a busy week in that. Uh, yeah, busier than a. B, I guess, mate. Oh well, see, a great man once made an analogy for business that <laughs> I can't quite remember. I don't know no, if you can remember. Yeah, it. I can, but I it's can't. So I'm not allowed to say it anymore. Well, we're not in a professional zone here, no, are we? No, this is your own space. Well, isn't it? You're not at work um, now. So yeah, so me and how, you. How busy have you been? Very busy. All right, let's just leave it at that. So um, yeah, me and you went to go see the Batman, didn't the we? The Batman, we did. The Batman. The, that's the important part. When was that, that last mm. Sunday? Yes, it was yeah, last yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah, we yeah. had a. It's a, it's a good film, isn't it? It's a bloody good film, Hugh. Yeah, we enjoyed it, didn't we? I thoroughly enjoyed so it. I have, I have very old... few criticisms of it, to be honest. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it might be a classic in a few years. I think. What's been interesting is talking to uh, my students. Really, um, what you don't normally find really with any film when you ask somebody what they thought of it was every single one of them that I asked what did you think of it said I can't wait to see it again. That's good. And for especially for a three-hour film, mm. uh, that that is saying TikTok something. generation as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and I and I thoroughly agree with them. This is all pointless banter, though, Hugh, because we're joined it is. once again with the renegade man's master for his first time for a little while. <laughs> Joe, suspiciously named Blakely. Joe, how are you, mate? Woohoo! I'm rocking. <laughs> uh, are you rolling? That was again. Have, have you had a stroke? <laughs> I'm not, but I could because we're recording together. I could have a stroke and <laughs> mutually physical contact. Like stroke my leg. A mutually <laughs> beneficial stroke. Or my beard. But I, I, <laughs> okay. won't, I won't. I don't pair, unfortunately. Uh, but no, I've, I've not had a, an ischemic attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear. That is beautiful. That is, that's um, wonderful news. Could... Listener, I hope you're doing well as well, ischemically. Um, <laughs> now, Joe, the listener knows who you are. What's your five favourite films in order? We've been through this, have we not? Well, that's it. They oh, know who you are. Probably. So I want to test if you're consistent. It changes. Oh, he's a liar. From day to day. Well, the real question is: Can you remember what they were like yeah, three years ago? Every other time. Um, okay. Number five. Mm. Let's let's go with. Get with, hard with Neil and I. Oh yeah. Fantastic film. No, yeah. I, was just, I was just telling him to get hard. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I know my my. Top three. I can't think. I can never think of a fourth one. Uh, probably Office Space. Yeah. Oh, this is Spinal Chuck, Tap. Chuck or, that in there. Yeah. Um, what films that he's been on the podcast for? Basically. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. Pulp Fiction, Goodfellas. Yeah. Shawshank. Classics. Yeah. Classics. Uh, all. Yeah. Maybe yeah. number four is the Tenacious T, the Pick of Destiny. Um, that you, you come, you know, it comes in and out of my top five. Um, yeah, I am quite a basic bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all basic film bros when it comes down to it. Uh, I want to get straight into this film, then. So, um, 2006's excuse me for m- making sounds as I sit around. Uh, 2006's Tenaciously, The Pick of Destiny. Um, Joe, what? When did you first see this film? Uh, I first saw this film when I was. 19. Right, so a well, couple right of years it, after it came out. No, right when it came out, was it? Oh, sorry, yes, you're right, yeah. yeah. So Book Joe was born in 87, yeah, you're right. Um, and then I Quick saw maths. it... Yeah. <laughs> I saw it in the cinema, then I saw it again in the cinema. Did you see it in the cinema? Yeah, I, but I've only seen it a few times since. Um seen it twice this week. Three times, actually. Yeah. And the fourth, now we're watching it again <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind, of, kind of similar like that, really. Yeah, I watched it around about the time it came out and hadn't really seen it since. Did you see it in the cinema? I don't honestly know. I don't think I did. I mean, for me, it was um, a really good time in my life. Was at sixth form. A bunch of us would go into the sort of what we'd call the drama studio. It was kind of like a an overflow of the sixth form uh, center. What do you call it? The uh, the, the um, 
What do you call them? Wherever and just a six form building. The, you know, yeah, really they have a name at my school. College just called it the street. Yeah, the street. That's what we call it. The rec room. There's a word oh, for what it. You mean the the like the common room? Common room. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> it's kind of like an Fucking overflow. Hell, of the how many beds have I'm you? I'm on a stroke. It's kind of kind of the overflow of the common room, and we'd all kind of sit around somebody with a with a speaker. Uh, playing songs and a couple of my friends shout out to Lee and Smithy shout out um, who uh, you know might listen might not I probably don't um, had seen the film Fuck before them, us <laughs> and we got to love I got to love the album before I watched the film actually so it was kind of it was um, a great moment to watch the film and put the album in context and also to um, just have a really shared experience I think it's exactly the sort of film that is that has passed into cult classic amongst kind of stoners and, and so on and I've mm. heard Jack Black talk in interviews about how he's upset he was upset and disappointed by the, the the reception to it and the box office failure of it but is warmed by the fact that it has some yeah some cult uh, esteem yeah <clears throat> and we have covered a few cult classics on this show usually mm. I'm the guest yeah. on those episodes. Quotable cult classics. We'll get him when he gets back in. When he comes back in. Actually, in fact, that was the only comedy we haven't done, but that probably had one of the funniest lines of all the films yeah. we've covered. <laughs> Talking yeah. about Point Break, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they don't, not all listeners... <laughs> not, not everyone understands Point Break as the film where a guy goes, we'll get him when he comes back in. <laughs> in the, very in the most way. Australian accent ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, I'll give a little synopsis and I'm going to turn to you for uh, what's so great about this film. So it is, it's sort of the origin story of the band Tenacious D, JB, obviously Jack Black... He he starts out in a very um, very religious household, anti rock and roll, and he, he he leaves to Hollywood to find his destiny, where he meets KG Carl Gas, uh, and essentially the film is an adventure caper to try and find the pick of destiny because they've realised all the great bands use the same pick or plectrum. Uh, we are going to spoil the film, listener. Um, it, it's available, but not for free anywhere, as far as I can tell. Uh, so do watch the film before you listen to this. So Joe, what's so great about this film? Um. I, <clears throat> I love I love this film. Mm. It's kind of I guess it's kind of a guilty pleasure, but then yeah. that implies I'm guilty for liking it. So <laughs> I, I put this up there with um, Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back, right. Wayne's yep. World, Dude, Where's My Car, Out Cold. It's a it's a dumb stoner comedy yeah. essentially. Yeah, it's got a very basic plot. I'm pretty sure I wrote this film in a year nine creative <laughs> writing exercise. Um, <clears throat> but I just love it. It's, uh, Wait, ben Stiller went to your school? Yeah, okay. yeah, he did. Um, or should I say Liam Lynch and Jack Black and... Yeah, Carl director Gass. Liam Lynch. Yeah, we're all, Whatever. The same, we're all the same age. I know I'm a bit older than you guys. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, all right, granddad. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, we, um, <clears throat> I actually went to the... The talkies to watch this. <laughs> what was 1987 like? And Hugh, what was 1988 like? And you know, I can tell you. I can tell you all about 1989. The eight yeah. months I spent of it. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's the dumbest film I've ever made, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's. I it's, think they got that. Um, by yeah. the way, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just the fact they had to be like, yeah, I was alive for eight months of it. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Sorry, <laughs> but it's it's hilarious. Uh, all Jack Black's in it, Carl Gass is it. All, all the cameos. It's not one of those films that relies too heavily on its cameos, but it's got some great ones. Yeah, yeah. Sort of fewer cameos. Cameos are kind of less um, sort of bookmarked cameos than I remembered. Mm. I sort of thought of it being like, oh, in this scene there's a cameo from Ben Stiller, then that scene there's a cameo from Amy Poehler. You made the point that actually Amy Adams wasn't famous at the time that's why she's on screen for about four seconds Amy Poehler you know has a speaking role but that's about as much as you can say about the role that she has Poehler 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 yeah I made a note that Fred Armisen makes a cameo but he wasn't famous but we'd seen him in Eurotrip was out my first exposure (laughs) to him where he just he just steals the scene doesn't he you know he's it's I'm not, not. I'm not actually sure who that is. He was the security guard who was getting high. No, I knew he was a security guard, but I don't. know He's who an he SNL uh, guy. Oh, he's yeah. an SNL. Have you guy. seen Eurotrip? Is the guy who goes 
Miscoozy, you know the Miscoozy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's wonderful, and he's, Paul Landy is wonderful, and he's the sort of person who shows up on screen, and you feel like you're supposed to know who he is, and go, "Oh, we love that guy," even oh, if the, you've only seen him for the first time. Oh, is he the know? guy from Portlandia? Yeah, now, yeah, that's a show I never watched, but I did see the it's thumbnail really good. Yeah, really, a million really times. Good. And he's in SNL, does some great stuff. In yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I feel like I missed out on Portlandia. I feel like I would have enjoyed ah, it's it. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, I would recommend it. Uh, yeah, you're right, Joe. It is. It's silly fun, isn't it? It's it's kind of it's almost too late. It's almost late nineties kind of thing. But I suppose it's in the same era of Napoleon Dynamite and a lot of other kind of cult classics that um, don't hold up to scrutiny as like great cinema. But people just have a fondness for of our our mm-hmm. our vintage. Do you feel like you had to watch this in two thousand six or at the age of about seventeen to really like it? Um, Not that you were seventeen when you saw it, mind. No. Granddad. I was, I was nine, <laughs> 19, actually. Yeah. Um, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we'll find out later in Hugh's review. If, yeah, if, he's the control group. does have a... Yeah. yeah. Mm. Although he's a joyless bastard, so... Uh, there's an extraneous variable there. <laughs> Wait, what? Fuck off. Um, I, I don't think... my point. <laughs> <laughs> he said joylessly. <laughs> I don't think... Um, watching it yesterday, I don't think nostalgia has a huge part in it for mm. me I mean I loved Tenacious D in 2001 when I was 17. 14 <laughs> 14 yeah. um, <clears throat> welcome to Matt's with yeah. <laughs> Hugh Joe and Sam but it's um, no no, I don't think nostalgia played a huge part in it yeah. Uh, I, I, li- I like it for what it is it's hard to get away from how great the album is as well you know oh, yeah. um, that's something I've listened to a lot in the years since I last saw this film along with the self-titled album I actually haven't listened to any of the other albums really maybe the odd song that appeared in the late 90s on the sort of equivalent of SNL and the they were in the Mr. Show the Bob Odenkirk yeah. and um, can I Dave shock Cross. you? Right now. <laughs> I've never actually listened to this album. Have you not? Pick of Destiny. No. Really? I listened to the the first one. Yeah, the one tribute one. album yeah. and all that, which is a classic. Mm. It's, it's a comedy classic album, and I just thought you couldn't top it. No, and it's <laughs> and it skits, but it skits that you remember twenty years later, twenty odd years later. Um, if you even if them. if you'd heard them at the time, um, <laughs> even if it was. Possibly them just dicking around with the idea of like yeah. waking somebody up because they're the well, English schnitzel. We listened to a few a few songs from the first album just earlier. And mm. we, we both knew every single, remembered every single word. Yeah, and as I say, I was bombing along on the motorway, just absolutely only just about staying within the law and sometimes beyond it. Um, really just banging Officer. out these banging out these songs that it's, again some of them I hadn't heard for years yeah. it was wankered what, um, wankered wankered <laughs> veering all over the road yeah. six points totally yeah. <laughs> ten year band oh, wrong side at road <laughs> what I want to do is get a handle in on what you think Hugh will think of this film <clears throat> well um oh yeah I've, I've kind of um <clears throat> I've conflicted mm. about this Either Hugh's going to really love it, or he's really he's going to really hate it, because this film does divide people. Yeah, we watched it together. Don't yeah. spoil anything, but Hugh did laugh a few times. Yeah, um, more than a few, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Hugh. He sort of zoned out for a, for a time. He was looking at his phone a lot. Yeah, but taking notes for twenty minutes. I was making notes on the film too. Yeah, okay. and I did, but I did miss the Amy Adams bit. That's. And I think back in the day, Hugh did like Tenacious D back, I remember. Yeah, um, he's definitely somebody who's like tribute and wonderful. But it could be like... something that you love as a teenager, watching it as an adult, um, maybe not. Yeah, I think so. The, the sort of, like, for example, Napoleon Dynamite, I didn't see at the time, what, 2004, 2006 kind of time. And I just didn't get it. I didn't watch the whole film and I just. It felt like it felt like watching people have a party that I wasn't invited to or something. Like yeah. I just didn't really get it, and I, I do I do honestly think that Hugh probably has a reaction where he'll say um, it passed the six laughs, laughs test in that we can empirically say we saw him laugh six times or more. But probably we'll say this is not a good film uh, because it's not, is it? Like um, mm. like it's not a great film. 
No. But it's a lot of fun. You know, it's like, it's the sort of thing, you, yeah, you, you either have some beers and watch with a friend or, you know, presumably get very high and watch with a friend and just get yeah. silly with. When I watched it um, yesterday for the first time in probably 10 years, I, I got a bit nervous because I thought, okay, I've agreed to be on this podcast as one of the recommendees. Mm. Recommenders. Re- yes. Recommenders. Re- oh, yeah, and recommendees. Recommenders, if that's a word. Um, <laughs> and now. I sat down to watch it and I thought, I Susie remember loving this listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I sat down to watch it and it starts off with a mm. fart joke. Yeah. I think, oh shit, am I going to hate this film? <laughs> then it says, New Line Cinema presents, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm really going to. They did make Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah. What else did they so make? Very much a companion piece to. Am uh, I going <laughs> to. I thought, am I going to hate this? And uh, no, it turns out it's. Uh, it's if, I mean, it, it starts out great. There's a dip in the middle, but the more you watch it, the more you endear to it. Fundamentally, what's really clear in this film is they knew what silliness they were making. It's not like they've made the film The Room, you know, um, Tommy Wiseau, and didn't know what they were doing. Like, the face (coughs) expressions and the hamming it up and the ridiculousness, it's clear this is very knowingly campy, silly, sterner nonsense. And I, I just, it just depends on whether you tune into. So that you think it knew, it knew, it knew its place. I think it knew. Exa- I think I it knows exactly what very self-aware enough. Yeah, so, yeah, without being meta and like okay. showing you it's self-aware. More like, just like, uh, like dude, where's my car? Is knowingly dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that wasn't written by dumb people. Whereas National Lampoon's Men in White <laughs> thinks it's a great film when it's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. if you've seen it. It's one of the worst <laughs> films ever. Well, made. of course I didn't watch it. That sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. I think it knows exactly what it is. So what? Just out of interest, then. So you've kind of said what isn't why this film isn't great, mm. but that's but you've justified that sort of. What do you think I might genuine? What what do you think I genuinely might not like about it if I was to have like actual, like real criticisms? If that makes sense, because those what to be fair, what you've just said there, they're valid. Do you know what I mean? It knows what it is, and that sort of that's fine. But what would I if I was not to like this film? What mm. would you think I would think of it? Any thoughts on that show? Um, <clears throat> I mean, like we said, it's not a great film <clears throat> it's hard to know it, what that is though it's not it? really badly made though either it's not I mean I suppose it kind of I don't it's know hard to, it's, hard, it's well it's well enough shot it's mm. it's plotted alright like they set up what JB's want and need is he wants to be a rock and roll star then he meets KG and they struggle and he wins him round he goes through this Jedi training stuff and then realizes they need to get the pick of destiny. So as a as a plot, it's well laid out like that. It's I don't know, was it paced well? Do you think? Do, do you, like you said, there was a dip in the middle. Is that while they're on the road to get the pick, or at what point yeah, do you feel I like think, that dip occurred? I think when it's uh, between the. I mean, it's only a ninety minute film. Yeah. Um, after the the initial training sequence, the mm. training montage where he's training him how to be a rock star. <laughs> from there up until the. Um, you know they actually break into the museum mm. it does it is a bit slow in, in, in points yeah it could be that it's hard to it's hard to know but you're right it's only 90 minutes so it's not however but, slow but it is, I've seen it three forever. times this week and I only noticed that the second time didn't right, okay. the first or the third time <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I don't know about you Joe but I'm, I'm I'm willing to find to find out if you like this film oh yes let's find out then so listen we're gonna go for a break when we come back, we'll get Hugh's views. Be your angels, and we said nay. We are but men, rock. Hello and welcome back to Please Watch This. We're ready for Hugh's views. Hugh, do you want to tell us what you loved about Tenacious D POD? POD. Uh, so what did I like about what did what did I like about the pick of destiny or in the pick of destiny tenacious D to give it tenacious D in the pick of destiny to give it its full title um, so you know there was something you were saying earlier some a bit of context so I do like tenacious D but a bit like Joe I I never really I've never really listened to their albums so I never listened to I don't know what the first the one for after or that had tribute on they're self-titled is it self-titled so I've never really listened to that from start to finish so I don't maybe have that grounding if that makes excuse me so I don't really have that grounding if that makes sense um, say that 
you have Sam and you were saying you listen to it in the common room with your friends at school oh I mean you used to listen to the Tenacity album on repeat with Joe yeah um, back in the day yeah so so this is very much a 2006 era film you know you, it kind of reminded me of stuff like Euro Trip um, again another road trip Dude Where's My Car um, Harold and Kumar Get the Munchies um, those kind of films not so much this sort of Judd Apatow stuff like you know like 40 Year Old Virgin but more the you know like you said the kind of the silly fun stoner comedy. it feels just before Judd Apatow doesn't it even though yeah, the, even though like even though, 40 Year Old Virgin was before this yeah it was two years before this he then came to prominence and like ruled yeah. after this yeah this is like post Farrelly Brothers pre Apatow yeah yeah that's a that's a good way of looking at it yeah um, but what did I like about it? I liked the premise I liked that it was just it was it's stupid good fun isn't it do you know what I mean um, I, I, I do kind of like that I was kind of worried that it was the, the direction the plot was going was like oh you know when he's doing the learning to be a rock star for a band or to audition for the, the mm. Kevin Gas project um, which I thought was quite funny Kyle Gas sorry Kevin. <laughs> I don't know who Kevin is um, you know the Ke- Kyle Gas project um I quite enjoyed that and he has the meltdown when he's doing the little audience test thing so that mm. was good fun but I thought oh is this just going to be like a sort of a generic sort of film where you know they go from being nobody to mega stars yeah. by the end of it and actually it it they're, they're, they're only the premise really was we just want to pay the rent yeah. but in order to pay <laughs> yeah. the rent we've got to get this you know MacGuffin because yeah. it's going to make yeah. us great at music and then they don't even play the um, battle of the bands mm. because they beat the devil in a or Satan in a in a rock off on a technicality, <laughs> <laughs> um, and they just walk away and they've got their rent money. You know, you, you give them anything and he just wants we want the rent paying. Although, do they have the rent money? Because when, when it cuts them in the apartment, I was like, oh, so they got the rent money, and then he said something I can't quite remember exactly what thinking. Oh, so maybe they don't have the rent money because actually they they didn't win. So I don't know if the devil, if Satan has to pay up the rent. I'm not sure. I think it's not explained, is it? No, I think <clears throat> they didn't win the rock. I think they've cast him back to hell, though. This is not a Coen Brothers film. <laughs> Although they don't quite wrap up his, his no. yeah. bad example. <laughs> so, so yeah, so what else did I like about this film? Um, you know, Sam, you hit a bit of the nails on the the head. You know, it did it did pass the six laugh test. There is there are some genuinely funny bits in this film. Um, you know, there's I, I really laughed at the part when he's da- going down the river when he's high as high as balls. That, <laughs> that really was quite funny. There are there are some very funny lines in this film. Um, you know, you can tell that it's not the worst written film in the world. There, there is, I mean, it came out you know a couple of years maybe after Anchorman. So there is, there is, there is. I can see what you're saying. There is something missing in there, but it it does what it says on the tin. I think mm. in that regard. And as you, as you both know from doing several podcasts, I'm, I'm always I'm always a lot nicer to comedies because mm. comedy is probably the hardest genre of film to and make. And their job is to make you laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, and that and everyone's different in that regards with sense of humour. Mm. Um, you know, it's funny we were listening to something. Uh, before we were watching something before we recorded this uh, we, uh, where Stephen Fry was on it and he said you know hands up who doesn't have a sense of humour mm. when he was in this audience and you know he pointed out everyone thinks they have a sense of humour so mm. so by being you know f- being funny is subjective ultimately um, and yeah this made me laugh I can't say it didn't um, you know I, I like the, I've, I've kind of put in my notes it's sort of most Tenacious D, even though they kind of sell themselves as being comic, and they are comic, they are funny. There's there's an unbridled sort of rock joy because mm. they're two blokes who don't look like rock stars, who ultimately are rock stars. You do sometimes think, oh, I wonder if Jack Black ever wanted to put out a serious rock album because he's got an amazing voice. Kyle Gaskin obviously played the guitar incredibly they're, they're well. Both... You sort of feel like if they just took themselves a bit more seriously, almost they could make a genuinely good rock album. I don't know if they ever have mm. tried that. Maybe they have and it didn't work. I'm or not sure. People didn't think of them seriously and it just doesn't work now. But yeah, you you know, I feel the same with Ricky Gervais. Whenever he does a song, I think this is somebody wanting to, as much as he wants to make a funny song, he wants people to go, oh, you can sing all right, you know, and you I can think, play the guitar. I think for me, Jack Black 
he can sing, but he's not a great... Like I was going to ask you guys, do you think he can sing? You um, think he can. He's got a wonderful voice. He's got do, you think, do, you, do you think he's got a good voice? He's or got a fantastic range. He, he does have a span range. Span the octaves. Yeah. But I don't know if he's a good singer. He's a good rock singer. But I think what he makes up, or what he lacks in his maybe real singing ability, or his top t- Like, to be a great rock singer, or to be a great singer, you have got to be like top 1% aren't you it does make us you a know. lot of silly noises and yeah um, exaggerates and yeah like, but I think he does have but a that's, great voice but, but what's great about Jack Black is he he's he's he sees himself as a rock star yeah. he is I, you know he's it doesn't you know he, he says sort of this doesn't matter what I look like it's what it's my passion it's my energy yeah and I look and as a fan of rock music I love that about Tenacious well, D and that's what's, that's what's great about this and like, School of Rock is that like any great parody or whatever is that this is somebody who loves this it's not somebody taking the mick out of rock music no, no clearly loves it and you hear him talk about School of Rock and how it's he, he knows it's the high watermark of his career really um, and he, in, in interviews he's very clear I think that he knows that that's probably going to be what his best I think he will probably be remembered for that yeah. yeah I think his high watermark was Tropic Thunder but he's, for, for me, School of Rock, by far. Really? Yeah. I think Tropic Thunder is a legit slow burn comedy classic where School of Rock was a great film at the time, but I've not watched it. But since. also he was the lead in School of Rock. Yeah, for him it'll be what he'd be yeah. most remembered for. I think that's a fair point. Um, so yeah, so I did have fun with this film. It, 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 Like I said, it's very much of its time. And so to answer your guys' question and to be the control group, I wish I had seen this film when mm. I was like 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 or whatever, yeah. however old I was, 2006, so I would have been 18 when it came out. Yeah. So it was right in the wheelhouse. And I think I don't think I would have laughed as much if you guys, if we hadn't watched it together. Yeah, I thought that was and important. I, think, I thought, yeah, I felt we we would kind of ummed and ahed about this, didn't we? When before, should we watch it separately? Should we watch it separately or should we watch it together? And um, we and you, just Sam, you said, yeah, let's watch it together. We might stay up a bit later, but fuck it, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I and I'm glad I did that because I think if I'd watched this on my own last night when I was a bit tired, I'd have probably gone, <laughs> and I'd have been yeah, quite. I think I'd a have few been exhalations and that's it. Yeah. yeah, I think I would have been quite bored of it, and I think I would have been. I think I would have, I would have been clock watching and. Well, like this I wasn't really clock watching at all. I think all comedies, when they've got a plot like this film, when it's not just like gags for gags' sake, all of all comedies kind of like Joe, you mentioned, they all kind of sag in the middle yeah. because a lot of the times they come. A lot of comedy films come from you know existing material, don't mm. they? Yeah. And it's easy to make someone laugh for twenty minutes, but what do you do when you've you can't do all of your gags in the first 20 minutes yeah. so how do you how do you spread it out and keep your audience engaged there were times when really... it felt like a series of sketches but actually it always mm. just about serves the plot somehow and what's wonderful is you know the the Tenacious D album and part of their persona was this mythological origin mm. and, and actually what's interesting is the JB character and this is a little bit different to the Jack Black character of Tenacious D songs where he's this just awful egotist who's always hogging the limelight and you know they go for a, 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 a drive through order and he takes ages ordering his Kyle takes about 12 seconds ordering his he goes come on with the order <laughs> and then he goes oh I don't have enough money I'll cancel those last two things and they were Kyle's orders yeah. <laughs> like he's this egotistical maniacal thing in this he's like the uh, apprentice the sorcerer's apprentice to, to yeah. KG really yeah. there's a slightly different character but I think it, it, what I really like is that it played into some of the mythology of Tenacious D about how they formed and cock push ups and Satan <laughs> and all these tribute things you know it really it really ties together that mythology so do you guys want to know what I didn't like about this film go on uh, not, like I said I'm a lot kinder to comedy than I am any like I said any other genre so I, I there was I only had maybe I had maybe two real nitpicks that I would say that really I thought and one of them's a bit harsh quite frankly I don't and and it's easy for me to say I don't do it for a living or I haven't tried doing it for a living and so obviously Kyle Gass is a great musician is it because like, he's bold is this the problem no it's not <laughs> it's because he's bold. Uh, 
Or, Spoiler alert, he's bald in this film. Yeah, he is bald in this film. He's, he's very much himself yeah. uh, for a, at least two-thirds of the film. <laughs> but um, I got the feeling he can't really act. Mm. Or is he... I mean, he, he was a star of the show Friends. I don't know if you've seen Friends. He was a major star of the which, show Friends. Which one was he in Friends? He was Phoebe's uh, friend... Lyle? In Friends, Lyle, who uh, who um, tried to rob Ross. Mm. Uh, yeah, tried to okay. steal from Ross. One, so. one of Phoebe's homeless friends. One, one, of, Phoebe's, yeah. one of her real friends. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than the people who she hangs out with. Oh, the people she's, she's looking through the window at. Yeah, yeah. Imagining is happening, yeah. No, he can't. He's not really good at acting, but he's... Um, I mean, I, th- I suppose he's, he's a comic actor, though, isn't he? He's one of the best actors in this film, <laughs> I think. But, you know, when, when you consider... Some of the other. I think, yeah, and he, he grew, his performance grew on me as the film went on. But I, when he first started talking, I'm like, oh, this guy knows he's on camera. <laughs> and maybe it's just Jack Black has so much charisma and so much energy and so much, you know, it, it, he does take a lot of. It is hard probably to mm. to 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 get you to get yourself recognised next to him if that. Really. And that's Not true in the albums. He he really has the odd funny little under yeah. his breath aside as opposed to yeah. leading any other skits but I very much felt like he, he and he gets a lot of like it's a great I really enjoyed the buddy aspect to this film it really is a buddy like a mate's film isn't it they are friends you know they have their little they have their little argument but like all yeah. good mate like when he turns up in the the ventilation shaft <laughs> and they're just like ah oh, he's got his back and he ultimately yeah it's, yeah, it's, like it's a classic buddy storyline isn't it yeah. yeah mates mates film um but yeah so i think he that was a that was a bit jarring at times for me is is you know he's very much maybe a sketch actor like you know he's very self-aware that I'm on camera and this is a sketch I think that's fair yeah Yeah. but as a musician you know faultless I can't Mm. I can't even pretend to criticise the other thing I had was I'm not a massive fan of the stoner film Mm. like maybe when I was a teenager or in my early 20s I could I could get away with enjoying them or did enjoy them to a point but Maybe I'm just old, cynical, and jaded, <laughs> but I don't find it that funny. Two blokes sat around watching TV, getting stoned. Yeah, stoner culture is so off-putting when people are like. I think it's their whole you... personality is that they they say weed and four twenty. Mm. Yeah, know, and like oh yeah, well done. And you're just like oh for fuck's sake, yeah. yeah. So the bits that did drag for me were the bits where they were just smoking weed and talking shit about and being stoned. That's just I find that boring, quite frankly. Yeah, and that's fair enough. I, I I do feel the same generally, and I felt almost like that was a self awareness that this is a stoner comedy, so they had to yeah. sit around being stoned or something. I don't yeah. know. I've I've never I've never been a stoner, but I've always romantically liked the idea of mm. that lifestyle. Yeah, I'd never want to do it. But I think maybe like, I've known stoners, and I know what it, it could yeah. be boring. Pain in if, the you're arse, not, they, yeah. if you're not yeah. sat there getting stoned, yeah. And that, again, I'm not a stoner, I don't smoke, so it's never something that's appealed to me. But there becomes a point where people are that monged, they think they're hilarious, yeah, but yeah. they're just fucked. And it's that was, and I f- always find that boring. These no, films. Yeah, two, two of my friends in uni were stoners, all yeah. they did all day was smoke weed and watch anime yeah, in God. one of their dorm rooms. And they never wanted to do anything else. It got really boring. Yeah, I remember a bit in the film. I think it was in the film Idle Hands, Devon mm. Sawyer, where he like he he's basically wearing his pajamas and underwear, and then just like crawls out of his window and goes across the street to his friend's house, and just like crawls into their like basement window and just <laughs> hangs out with them. And I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but I was maybe thirteen at the time. I, thought. I think, but that yeah, you're right. They're a pain in the ass to be. I around. think the only stoner film I'd, I'd like to go back and watch it again. But I think the only stoner film I can really put up with is um, Pineapple Express these days. Mm. But I think that's a film that's actually about people who are wanting to get stoned, mm. where this is two people who just happen to be stoners, and it just it kind of it puts the brakes on the pace of the film, which it, it is pretty pacey, that's and I enjoyed film. that. Well, it's not a great film, but it's... Uh, I like... Uh, it's a, it's sorry, it just reminded me of that one scene. The guy who plays... Is it Gary Cole? He's in Office yeah. Space as well. yeah the best line in the film is just stood around 
chatting with his gangster mates. He goes, has anyone seen my bigger knife? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. I don't know if I even finished that film. Really? Did you not enjoy it? I just did, no, I, I, it passed me by. Yeah. Um, and then the final criticism, and this was the, this was probably the only real actual criticism of the film's plotting and narrative and actual where the film was going. Um because if you're a stoner, you might love those scenes because mm. you might be like, oh yeah, that's what it's like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see yourself in it, don't you? Is they bring Amy Poehler in as the waitress. She's got a black eye. They go, how did you get a black eye? She says very dryly or drawly or however you want to say, oh, I hit myself with a curling eye. Yeah. Clearly someone's punched her. So there was, Nothing's done with that character, is it? And I was like, oh, so this character's, she's, she's visually interesting when you see her. Mm. She's going to be, all of a sudden, I thought she was going to be like, if she wasn't so much the love interest, she was going to be like another character on the journey with them. Yeah, because she's a fantastic talent as well. So yeah, yeah, like very funny. She has one of the best lines of the film. Yeah. So I was sort of like, oh, she's going to be in this now, and you know maybe she might not stay for the whole time because it's like about you know Tanisha D ultimately. But no. So what? I wonder if there's. there's a, I, I don't know. I, is there I, a story I, there? I feel like there's a deleted scene missing there. I, yeah. I, d- I really don't know. But I, that's a um, that's a good okay. point because I also felt like um, you did. I really anything. wanted to see me more of Meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Did, was there anything in the trivia about it? Like, not that I saw. Uh, not that I saw. I'm currently googling deleted scenes just to see through something with yeah. it. Uh, but you're right. That is a jarring it, thing. It, maybe it's maybe it's more jarring because we know who she is. I wanted rather to just, come back. It wasn't no, well. it rather just local color. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, but the, even the local color. It, it, why why put that in there? Who who's that joke for? Yeah, if that makes sense. Is it just trying to say what kind of place this is? Yeah, like oh, this is where it's, uh, men yeah, it's, beat their women up, and their women are happy to accept it and lie to. People. They're on a yeah. they're on a journey, and this is like just some some diner in the middle of nowhere, and this is the typical kind of thing that happens. There's a waitress with a black eye. Could be that. Who's Could be as simple uninterested. as that. Just yeah. sick of it. Basically, I couldn't find anything. On no, that. it was just a kind of weird sort of plot that went nowhere, and that's the only that is the only true criticism I suppose you mm. could have of this film. Um, it's funny. And maybe they were just going. We want this to be a ninety-minute comedy that is yeah. not serving the plot. I suppose maybe ultimately the reason why it's not like for me, it's maybe not going to be a classic. Is I the maybe it's not funny enough. Right. Like there is there is jokes and it is funny, but it's not. They're not boom 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 boom. It's mm. sort of boom mm. boom. We'll have a bit and then a boom, you know. I think for me, what what lasts with this film is the music. Because as I say, I do, I do occasionally put on Tenacious D and I'll just listen to songs from this album. Yeah, just as songs. But I did, and, it. you know, and that's 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 obviously the, as we've said before, the key to a good comedy song is make it a good song first, and yeah. then if you can make it funny and serve the story, fine. <laughs> I think um, I think that's the difference between this and Spinal Tap, where Spinal Tap, great songs great comedy songs but also great songs in their own right but right. you also remember the bits in between the mm. songs as well yeah it's uh, nearly every line is funny yeah whereas this there are certain scenes where it drags a bit a bit functional yeah. yeah and gets by on the charisma of Jack Black yeah mm. like that bit when he so when he's doing you know he's going through the lasers that lasts way too long <laughs> and then the funny bit happens you know that is one of the funnier moments of the mm. film but it was just like him trying to get through all the layers and it's like it was also filmed quite badly because you couldn't really see how close he was yeah, to him yeah yeah I he... feel like that was knowing mm. I feel like they could have done that a lot better and we see from like the car crash and so on that they had a budget on this film um, that they could have like, made that a bit was... more convincing I thought that yeah. was the funniness there was a film around the same time that did that Is it was it was it like Catwoman or it might have been Jane Silent Bob straight back. Right. That also felt like a parody of some, Ocean's 13. Some, well, it's yeah. a parody of thingy, isn't it? Of Entrapment. The, yeah. Um, the Catherine Zeta-Jones and um, uh, James Bond actor, yeah. Sean Connery. Yeah. Gosh, my brain. 
<laughs> so I feel like that was maybe a parody of that. So he was right. like making these yeah. movements. Yeah. He's not actually going to be doing anything too. He's clearly injured. not avoiding those. No, If they wanted to, they could have made it much more convincing. Mm. But, uh, but I think that was the joke. I did enjoy and, the fact that yeah. the like the security guards were getting absolutely fucked yeah. up, and they yeah. could have done. They could have just got walked, practically walked in the front. Yeah, especially because they're not being very stealth-like. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> the about, whole time. It's about as stealthy as a wrecking ball. Aren't yeah, they? yeah. Um, so yeah. It's a strange one. I think, yeah, yeah. I feel like I had to have seen this 15 years ago. Or, te- you know, 12, 13 years yeah, ago. With my mates enough. when I was like 20, 21. But that, that was the joy of it. That was the joy of it, having the shared experience of it. I pretty positive review. Yeah, I, well, think, I, 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 I can't get... I, can I can't s- really disagree with any of that. I'll get angry at any of that. I think that's perfectly reasonable. I'm, I'm, very, I'm perfectly happy with that. Yeah. I, I thought Hugh might totally hate this film. Yeah, I was ready to be... <laughs> I was ready to try and defend it, but actually, I think you're right that... You probably would have loved this film more if you watched it when we watched it, basically. Yeah, and it does. You know, it's got Tim Robbins in it, giving a, you know, a this hilarious for someone who is such stupid high, such a high art kind yeah. of. Uh, he was you know, so unexpected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, and he this gets Oscar winning, and he kinda. does get he does get one of the funnier sort of. You know when they they show how far away he is. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. He can't walk very fast. And, <laughs> well, yeah. this this leads me to the when he tries to run away and they just walk up and grab him. <laughs> Try and police. catch me. Uh, come <laughs> along now. <laughs> that leads me nicely into favorite scenes. And uh, Hugh, what would you say was your favorite scene? In this uh, so my favorite scene of this film was oh, which one was it? Uh, duh, duh, duh. Oh dear. I'll come back to you, uh, Joe. What was your favorite scene in this film? <laughs> oh. Oh no! <laughs> um, write down my favorite. I didn't write down my favorite scenes. This time. Uh, yeah, Joe, yes, you tell us yours, and then I'll. I think for me, it's got to be the... that one. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> the Bezel Boss scene. The, yeah. The the uh, Satan. Yeah, the rock off with the devil. Um, yeah. The demon code prevents me. <laughs> and I, I, what's really funny is I can actually imagine my friend Smithy. Um, the actions we would do shout out to Smithy um, <laughs> you know it, I, probably most people do this when you're that sort of age sort of 16, 17, 18 where whenever you're singing and dancing you're never dancing uh, um, sincerely it's funny dancing and mm. it's acting out the lyrics and so I can just picture and this is obviously a, not the medium to, to show things but it, it, we, when we got to that line Smithy would always be like the demon code prevents me and he'd point to the demon code in his hand he would and gesticulate I, I, can just, like, I can just imagine him doing that and it, it stays with me okay, quite a lot that yeah. one um, so I would actually say my favourite f- scene of this film the opening is very strong, isn't it? Mm. With Meatloaf. Yeah, that is a very good scene. Uh, I really like the bit when he's doing the um, <laughs> when you know when he's um, having to do the like the first life. He's he's doing the, the, the performance. Yeah, and he breaks yeah. down. It's either that or the bit when he's stunned. Oh, oh, okay, oh sorry, yeah, when he's the high off the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that that. Probably the I'll go with the, I'll go with the magic mushroom stuff. Yeah, because I enjoyed the bit with the devil that that oh, oh with saying that is it is great fun. I can't pretend it wasn't. But I don't think it was my favorite part of the film. I think I'd agree with all those. They're, they're very high on my list, and I I, I just um, I, I quite to, like his uh, I quite like his daydream. The sort of one where he blows uh, a guy's mind, and yeah. Amy Adams is there, and uh, yeah, it all goes yeah. a bit mad. And there's, I think there are some really good memorable scenes. From that this. is that is really funny when he goes, uh, "Sorry, I, <laughs> I did mind. not mean That's it. to blow your mind." Yeah, that was really good. I think something to mention as well is, so we watched Office Space together. Did um, mm. Not so long ago. A long time ago. A couple of years ago. It was a couple of years ago now. Geologically, geologically speaking. Actually, actually, I've got it written down. Oh, well, well, you look that up. November 2019. Jesus. So, you know, the other day. So, yeah, two and a half, nearly three years ago. Um, that, to me, so to, so to compare two comedies, because we can do that. Yeah, we can do it. I would say that, our podcast. that that did feel like a classic. Yeah. Because it was relatable. It's a 10 funny. out of 10 comedy for me, Office Space. Yeah, it's one of the yeah. best comedies I've ever seen. And it's still, you know, you th- I think about it regularly. Yeah. You know, because you know, so, so much of it's relevant. And that's filmed yeah. not perfect. It's got a few flaws, I would say. And yeah, I think that's where where this is fun to watch with your mates, but, but you know, maybe not. 
You're not going to stick this it. on on your own. No. In a year. Where I would, where I genuinely did think about watching Office Space yeah. the other day yeah. on my own, just because I just wanted to have a laugh at it again. Yeah, yeah. this is this is more of a communal feel. Uh, favorite lines. Here. Favorite lines. Thankfully, I did write that. Oh, down. well done. <laughs> you know, it only took 123 episodes to muck that up. <laughs> um, so it is. Yeah, I think it is the. I think is it the day. Yeah, is. Is it the daydream or is it their first performance? I think it might be the first performance where um, Paul F. Tompkins has to say, the band have asked me to say this. Oh, that's his daydream. Is that his daydream? Yeah. So no, this is the first performance. I'm sure it's the first the performance. The band no. has asked me to say no. this. No, oh, do you say has or hasn't? Has. has asked me not to say this. Has asked me to say this. Oh, fair enough, okay. So he goes, and then he's like, obviously he doesn't really give it the gusto. Right, right, right. It's written yeah. in, he just goes, since the beginning of time. <laughs> Twas written in the stones, written in the stones, <laughs> written in the stones, that one day a band would come. Well, that band has come now, and they are here to come again in your ear, pussies. <laughs> I mean, that's that he doesn't is, deliver it with conviction. Does no, he? that is that is so funny because <laughs> it's so disgusting but hilarious as well. Uh, sure. I've written a few down actually. Um, pick one. I'm going to pick <laughs> this one. Yeah, all right, I'm going to go for this one. Um, <laughs> it always makes me laugh because it's just the Funny. way the way he says it or the way he sings it. Yeah. And the fact he's got a huge smile on his face when he says he's gonna <laughs> go and read it out. <laughs> he's gonna rape me if we do not blow doors down. <laughs> <laughs> he's just smiling. you gargle mayonnaise. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna rape. He's like talking about the yeah. being raped by Joyous. Satan with a huge smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I'll go with one of my uh, quite a lot. I quite quite a simple one. The cock. Use the cock. <laughs> like the fox. What What other ones did you have then, Joe? <laughs> um, he's, um, he says, I've had this birthmark since I was born. <laughs> I, I looked up in the dictionary. It's not in there. <laughs> I have asthmag too. <laughs> I really liked... Uh, when when they get the um, when they get the horn of Satan and the oh, yeah. who draws like a pencil. <laughs> yeah, that really tickled you that one. It really yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah you probably, like, didn't expect it. Weirdly laughed out loud. The other one I had was um, the exchange between that girl and Amy Poehler, where the girl goes, "Excuse me, are you going to charge us for all the refills?" <laughs> and she just goes sarcastically, she says, "No, you're so pretty, you'll get everything for free." And KG just goes. That's a pretty good deal, <laughs> but there was quite a lot in there's, there. There's loads, and I, I quite yeah. like when um, when after the first show, when Lee says that was awesome, and KG, yeah, it was it was so awesome, and JB says, yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I like when he says um, your training starts tomorrow at the crack of noon. Yeah, is, oh, that 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 is actually, and again, that might be a, my favorite line. And again, actually. that's a reference back to the self-titled album where it's like, are you are you really willing to make the commitment to wake up at the crack of noon every day? <laughs> well, um, yesterday's t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, can't decide which band t-shirt I'm going to wear. <laughs> can't decide brain aneurysm. <laughs> uh, and last one for me was. Um, uh, the the sort of end credit sequence, which was you know ahead of its time, when they're, they're <laughs> saying you know when when you feel something, just just put it down, press record, and we'll play it. And he farts. And what I just really like was JB saying, "Let's hear that back." It's just I just like the way he goes. Oh, I, th- I thought I, I really felt something. There. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like the pause, the pregnant pause of he, you think he's disappointed, yeah. and annoyed, and he just goes, "Let's play." <laughs> yeah. Favorite shots then, Hugh. Favorite shots. Uh, so no one got shot this week, so I can't. No. Have a, oh no, no, there was shooting though. Uh, the ones there that, was the security guards. The one and that, I love. He's like, oh my god, I've never shot a gun before. Yeah. <laughs> neither, dude. Oh, awesome. <laughs> it's such a real human response, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so favorite shot. Uh, the first shot that he missed. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke I'm going to keep on doing no, we don't. <laughs> um, so favourite shot was the one where he's looking at the guitar that uh, KG buys him oh, and it's yeah. just I know it's not technically a shot because it's panning up but all the different just the bit where it's like on E equals MC squared <laughs> after it's got all like the religious symbols yeah 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 and the, the little uh, lightning bolts that deflect the uh, Satan's Lightning sucker, it <laughs> uh, was great. What yeah, about you, um, I like the bit where he's on mushrooms mm. when, just after he realizes he's on mushrooms and he turns around and the whole forest is oh, yeah, neon. Mm. That was a good one, yeah, really reminded me of 
last time I was on mushrooms. <laughs> and I was, in Sasquatch. Some, I was in someone's garden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had sort of two choices for a shot. I think I'll go with the Sasquatchy uh, trip one, which was basically he's uh, he's flying around with the Sasquatch, and then it cuts to him just going through the white one, the white one. <laughs> yeah. That's a great cut too. I didn't expect it, and I've obviously yeah. seen this film before. It's a great smash cut. It's it? wonderful. Yeah. And I think the other one, another one, another cut too was that, that made us. We all laughed out loud. Yeah, at that we did. Bit. And, and you two have seen like, it before, so you knew it was coming. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually. It's uh, been a while. And the other one was um, another one we all laughed at was. Tim Robbins saying, I'm going to cut you, I'm going to cut out your eyeballs and replace them with your balls and all this. And then it cuts to over his shoulder and you realise there's about 20 yards between them. (laughs) Come over here. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just showing you the distance. Fair enough. Yeah, good stuff. Well, uh, you know, we've enjoyed this film, I think. Let's um, go for a little break. When we come back, we'll find out did the critics enjoy this film although we don't care about those hacks uh, we'll get some ratings we'll get a quiz and find out what we're going to do next week join us after the break a long ass fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo they lived a humble family religious through and through but yay, there was a black sheep, and he knew just what to do. His name was Young JP, and he refused to step in line. A vision he did see of fucking rocking all the time. He wrote a tasty jam, and all the planets did align. Oh, the dragon's balls ablaze, and as I stepped into his cave, and I sliced his fucking cockles with a long and shiny blade. Twas I who fucked the dragon, fuck a Hello and welcome back to the final part of Please Watch This. We're ready for critics, mates. We're ready for Ooh. critics. Did you see what the Metacritic score was, Hugh? Oh, it wasn't amazing, was it? Critics be highbrow criticking. Uh, 55% is what they gave. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I just They're just not judging on its own merits, really. Um, I didn't get any glowing reviews. They were all kind of um, expired or wouldn't load those kind of pages. Yeah. Um, so I got three out of... Well, there was three out of five. The, the Guardian gave a three out of five, but then Philip French, in a kind of follow-up uh, review, said that it was um, aggressively foul-mouthed and deeply self-indulgent and likely, like the band itself, to attract a cult following. Which I think is a sort of really backhanded compliment, but a compliment nevertheless. Well, he understands its place, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, I'm too old and crusty to enjoy this, but people will like this who are, yeah. who are young stoners. Michael Phillips criticised the frequency of the drug use by saying, this may be the problem, pot rarely helped anybody's comic timing. And Stephen Holden of the New York Times suggested that the film could be viewed as a jolly rock and roll comedy, but he also described the progression of the film as being a garish mess. Which, um, in, in other words, is some of the stuff we kind of said, I think. This might sound harsh, but do you guys think there's a better version of this film that could exist? I know that's a very, yeah. like, that could be with any film, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But is there yeah. sort of a, could they have done a, I hate to say sequel, but is there a sequel out there where they it, they get rid of some of the rough edges? I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of scenes that were a bit forgettable because they're just in Kyle's apartment shot, like, here's a person talking, now here's a person talking. Um, there's a, there's a much more memorable, uh, consistent film than this. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying to think of a film similar to this that's better written. Yeah. There's not many in this genre though of sort of musical, comedy, Possibly Wayne's World. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was thinking. Although this I do a... prefer this to Wayne's World, controversially. I haven't seen Wayne's World in a long time. Maybe so. we just slightly too young to be the Wayne's yeah. World Gen X. Yeah, you know, That's... we're a bit more millennial than that. Is maybe. this is this the emo Gen's version of Wayne's World? Yeah, maybe it could be this millennials Wayne's World. Who, who knows? Who knows? Um, anyway, those people are hacks. Michael Phillips and Philip French and everybody associated. Hugh and Joe are the only critics we care about. Lads, how many ass marks out of ten would you give this film? Mm. Hugh, I'm going to guess six. 
Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd probably be an eight if I'd seen it at the time. Right. Yeah. I, I very much understand that the nostalgia for this really is a big driving factor for why you yeah. guys like it. That's that, and that's, I can, you know, I perfectly acceptable. Um, but I, I, I did find it funny and I wasn't clock watching, but mm. I think at one point it popped up and there was like 20 minutes to go and I was kind of like, oh, thank God there's only 20 minutes. <laughs> but I think that's a problem with all comedies that they drag in the middle. Yeah, true. Mm. Joe? Um, I'd give it a seven. It's a decent stone of comedy. Spinal tap. <laughs> but yeah, seven. Possibly seven point two. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I'm Sorry, gonna again. I'm gonna spring to Not an eight. Four point two oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for an eight because as much as it's a flawed stone of comedy, it's a brilliant album with some great songs and that elevates it above Harold and Kumar and all that sort of stuff because they don't have an album that I would listen to again and again. So just for the music alone, I, I would give this an eight. I think least. I would look back f- fondly at this as mm. in like, oh, I watched it with my mates yeah. and I had a bit of a laugh. Yeah. And it is quite funny. But then we did something similar when we watched, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, my brain's, like, I'm getting tired. It's late, listeners. We've got to usually <laughs> record this late. Um, with Juicy when we did um, Spaceballs yeah Spaceballs yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of something I thought it was so obvious I didn't want to see <laughs> yeah no I was thinking yeah I just had a different name on my Space head. Jam yeah Space Jam when we were watching Space Jam <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah a new legacy yeah when we were watching Spaceballs me and Juicy were laughing our heads off because we had that nostalgia from mm. watching it when we were teenagers and Sam was kind of sat there going, completely stony face pretty stony face kind of almost embarrassed at the yeah. jokes where we still we enjoyed them because we laughed at them the first time yeah. and then we see little subtleties in them that we kind of maybe find funnier now and I think you guys were doing that with mm. this like you were laugh there was a I can't remember there was a joke in the fi- in the film maybe early on-ish and you both proper cracked up and I was like did I, did I miss something there yeah and I think I did I think you I probably missed, did I think you were yeah. looking at the screen yeah <laughs> no I, I just missed the, I just didn't under, I didn't get the joke so if I'd if I watch it again, I'll be like, oh, I'll catch it this time and get right. it. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fair enough. Well, um, let's see how well you both paid attention to the actual film. I'm going to give you a bit of a quiz. As is always the way, since Joe's our guest and expert, he's going to have sort of second dibs on these questions. I'm really testing how well Hugh to, remembered. To the be film. fair, if I get these wrong, Joe should be on it because he's watched it three times this week. Yeah, it should be pretty. Which is, which is the preparation I'm impressed by. Oh, Absolutely, three times in ten years. Dedicated. <laughs> or oh, two days. <laughs> uh, question one, Hugh. Where is JB from? Oh, damn it. It says in the song and it shows you on the map and it it's everywhere. It's some really hard to pronounce place. I will say he's from America. Well, technicality. Uh, default, default. Yeah. Uh, Joe, where's he from? Uh, Kickapoo, Missouri. That's very good. <laughs> a long ass fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo. What was KG? This is a really tough question, by the way. Um, <laughs> what was KG's band name when uh-huh. the guy's like, "Oh my god, what's your band name?" And KG's very clearly saying, "This guy's not in my band. My band is called something else." It's the Kevin Gas project. He keeps saying it? Kevin. <laughs> it's not Kevin. Kyle. Why don't <laughs> Kyle you call it? Yeah, Kyle that is what pro- he says. Something else though, doesn't it? That is what they then call it. But actually, it was something. No, else. there's a real proper yeah. long title. But I'll give you some credit for saying Kyle. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle. Well, that isn't that isn't that a joke? Isn't there a band that was called? Is it? Jefferson Airplane. There's a band called Jefferson Airplane, yeah. Wasn't there? There is a band. That is there a band called pro- Kevinson Airplane? Is no, that? <laughs> there is a band that has Project as its like. In oh, Preparation it? H. <laughs> the Alan Parsons Project. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Who was Alan Parsons? God knows. Joe, do um, you remember his his name? Of his yeah, it was uh, KG Solo Man Five Thousand. Well done. Oh, Very good. Yeah, was, Very good. Yeah, Didn't expect really, you to get that. That's um, great. A joke. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like a super he, soaker sort of uh, name. <laughs> the joke is that he's solo and that's all he's ever <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Question three. How do you say Satan in Latin? Satanus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's sat- Satan in Latin. <laughs> Question six years for- <laughs> when you just get somebody else to translate? What, let, let them read it, too. <laughs> read it too. Question four. What does JB say to send the devil back to hell? After he's, his horn breaks off. He says... Oh, it's word for word. 
uh, something. Oh, I don't know it word for word. Something like you must go back to hell because of PCU. And you can't. Oh, it's not like you're not complete or something. I read it in the quote. Oh, and I forgot in the quote. No, go on, Joe. Go on, JB. Joe Blake, who um, that is. First word is from. From from whence you came, you shall remain until you are complete That's again. Very yeah. good. <laughs> um, tricky one, this one. Question five. What does Amy Pooler, Pooler, Peeler, Pooler, Polas... <laughs> what does she recommend when they ask her, what do you recommend? I recommend that you order something. Very good. I recommend you order some food. But order I will, some food. I will accept yeah. that. Thank you. Very good, Hugh. You got some correct, Joe. You I got did. the others correct. Well Fantastic done. teamwork between you. Yourself one of those. We're not Steve Wright. We're not Steve Wright. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Who do you support, Joe? I <laughs> think <laughs> Ken Bruce. Um, between oh, you, you did very well. Right, yeah, you did very well Bruce, there. It's like, do you ever, you ever notice this when you watch like um, a game, like a panel show? Yeah. What of the week or would I lie to you or something? Oh, you don't yeah. really care who wins at the no, end. No, no, it doesn't matter. So yeah. it, do, it doesn't matter. But they, yet they award the points, but no, but they never keep yeah. the score. Ultimately, the listener wins. It's, yeah, it's fine that you. I think the only. Right. I, think, <laughs> I think the only one that the only two that ever really kept score were is. Um, have I got news for you? Have I got news for you? Always keep score. QI always keep score. Yeah, but that's part of its charm. Mental. Isn't it? Yeah, and then it was always on. Um, Never mind the buzzcocks. Yeah. Because there was that great bit where um, Sean... Oh, what was his name? Sean Hughes. Sean Hughes took the piss out of um, your man from Dead or Alive. Um, oh, yeah. Pete Burns. And yeah. He was like, when they were doing favourite lines, he's like... And uh, Pete Burns is like messing around because he can't be asked doing it. And Sean Hughes is like, come on, I want to win. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you must win all the time. He goes, no, I don't. And he goes, oh, what do you... And he's like, what do you win? He goes, a speedboat. And he goes, oh, you'd have loads of them. And he's like, I've only won once. <laughs> I've never won before. Where is Sean Hughes these days? Oh, he died. Did he? They're oh, both he did, dead. Didn't yeah, they're both, both dead. They're both dead. Yeah, God, I forgot about that. But Google it. It's, I've not done it there verbatim, but it's so funny to <laughs> yeah. watch him wind him up. Well, I will. A listener, you do that as well. Now, Hugh, would you recommend the film Tenacious Pick of Destiny? <sighs> Reluctantly. Mm. Depends who it was. Yeah. Those people... I think there's some people who won't get its earnest mm. humour. And it's... If you're not... You know, if you love techno and you don't like rock, I don't think... Well, this techno is... tried to defile the metal. Exactly. But the metal still lives on. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. As we, as we know. As, as it... As it is written, as it is said. As it was written in the stones. Yeah. <laughs> so Not stone, stone. In the stones. <laughs> so you have a look at the stones. What are they saying for our next episode? And is it going to be next week, our next so, episode? So we're probably going to have a week off because I'm off to the... Uh, the Emerald Isle. The Emerald Isle. I'm off to Era for uh, a few days, so I won't be... <laughs> Joe's playing an imaginary flute. Um, <laughs> that represents Ireland, Ireland, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going away. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Whistle, yeah. So I'm hitting Joe with a shillelagh yeah. to celebrate. <laughs> so yeah, uh, just in case I'm not around, we're gonna probably have a week off. Yeah, then. we'll have yeah, a week. Yeah. Maybe two. We can Maybe. do the head chuff. We, we can want. do what the fuck we want. Cause our Absolutely. Podcast. So yeah. So wig. So speaking of things and stones, we're gonna do the <laughs> 1996 film because we want to have a bit of fun, uh, a fun dumb action film. The Big Stone. The Big Stone. We're gonna do The Rock. The Rock. The Michael Bay classic. Dwayne we, Johnson. Yeah, it's all, a film set on his forehead. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Sam, what do you know about The Rock? It's got Sean Connery, Nicholas Cage. Yep, it's yep. Uh, Alcatraz. I don't know if they're prisoners there if they have to rescue somebody from there I don't really know much yeah. except that people really love this um, my question for you is you know. how many times do you think Nicolas Cage freaks the fuck out oh four we'll see won't yeah, we yeah four I'm, I'm looking forward to his what's can it you remember how many times unbearable weight out? of uh, I've, um, amazing I've only seen it once I only remember that everyone in it has got an amazing wig <laughs> there, oh, I never, yes, there is some. Sean Connery had some strong yeah, wig. Yeah. Had strong wig uh, game yeah. from Cage had a from the eighties onwards. Kind of crazy mullet thing <laughs> or a uh, ponytail. Oh, you thinking Conair? That's Conair. Potentially, um, I don't know. No, I don't got, know. He's just got like short back and sides in this. Oh, he? right. He's got very nineties. I'm, I'm looking man forward hair. to this film because mm-hmm. I, I sense mm-hmm. that it's in the realm of a Conair sort of uh, in the sense of like a. 
uh, an action film that is yeah. potentially a bit funny but not overly hilarious to laugh at um, probably holds up quite well I, I do think it's going to be good I do I'm I hope it holds it. up yeah I'm looking forward to it I do think, I think it's going to be good I think it's going to be a heavy do- dose of nostalgia for me right in, it's a fun film from when I was a kid but whether you'll enjoy that this think, is, we really got, do a lot of control group sort of tests yeah, on this study, this don't we? <laughs> to find out I think I think it'll probably veer more towards maybe like Stargate, if that makes sense. Right. Where I remember it fondly, but you might be like, no, I wasn't it's there. Fine. I didn't yeah. see yeah, it. It's fine. But you might really enjoy it because, you know, I really enjoyed Point Break, didn't I? So Exactly. So. Because you've seen films from the era. Yeah. You have the context yeah. for how... Yeah. They, yeah. So I do... I, I'm going to go in with a... Not not even an open mind, just like a... I probably am going to want to enjoy this film. I'm I think, not cynical at all about I think this the, film. I think the problem is... Except that it's Michael Bay. Yeah, the problem is Michael Bay, what he subsequently went on to do yeah. after Armageddon. Yeah. Where he decided to pervert on Megan Fox at 14 which was <laughs> still to this day why are they I like the a 14 year old in that mm. film I'll never know mm. uh, anyway Good. all that remains to be said is how can they get in touch to uh, complain about that yeah so what they need to do is they need to join a rock band obviously in uh, which Hollywood uh, in well they need to go to the one near Kickapoo the nearest one to Kickapoo is it right yeah, which I think was in like Tennessee or Kentucky. something yeah Kentucky. all over the place isn't they yeah um, but that's not a necessity. But they could meet in Hollywood if they like. Sure, they can I meet. I mean, anywhere. you're going to Ireland. There's a Hollywood in Ireland. There's lots of. Ho- I've been to. There's many Hollywoods in Ireland. Okay, mm. so find you in Hollywood in Ireland. Do they have email there yet? No. Oh. Right. Um, Semaphore. Never mind. <laughs> <Smart> <laughs> yeah. Signals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, if you and then whilst you're performing a gig at like you know a big arena, if you get big. Um, you could power slide power slide your way towards a computer terminal <laughs> yeah. and whilst you're there email us at pleasewatchthis.pod at gmail.com now Sam if you can think of a better more efficient way I'm all ears not about I, you Joe. I can't Joe well, can you uh, no um, <laughs> oh well, fair enough I, no. I'll let me google um, oh we are on twitter at pleasewatchpod nice one Twitter. Yeah, that's a good place. Yeah, are you, oh, on, are you on TikTok? We're on the TikToks yet. Oh, well, I don't care. Eventually, we get on the. We'll get TikTok famous soon. Uh, we'll get no TikTok doubt. when it's become irrelevant. Yeah, when it's like yeah, users. When they, yeah, when it's, yeah, when, when it's yeah. dads doing oh, TikToks. Oh, mum, we love you. We forgot to mention a little shout out to Elizabeth Blakely. Yeah, yeah, the original Blakely. Oh, gee, Blakely. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. Yeah. Is this that, what? Is that when this is coming out? Specifically, yes. Today, it's, when we're recording this, on when Mother's is Mother's Day? Day? <laughs> when this it's right comes now. Out. Today. You, is it? Look Sunday? outside. The weather isn't the weather. It's right now. Clement, inclement. Um, Happy um, Mother's it's not Day. Not till the twenty seventh. <laughs> Yes, but that's today, isn't it? Huge. <laughs> no, this is coming out on the thirteenth. Oh, Sam, <laughs> it's ruined. It's ruined. Well, uh, we're going to do the film Happy Mother's Day for next uh, week's episode. That'll come out on the twenty-seventh. Mum, we love you, and listener, we love you, and we'll talk at you sometime in the future. Yeah, we thank will. you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, guys, again for the. <laughs> Checks notes. Eight time. I want to say eight time. <laughs> oh. Eighth time. Is it? Wow. 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 Well, uh, sorry about that. There must that. be a t shirt we can give. <laughs> yeah. I went on, uh, please watch this eight times, and all I got was this lousy t shirt. Yeah. Be grateful yes, about it. Eighth time here at Please Watch This Towers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Get you some lanyards. Okay, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Take we'll care. Lots. Bye. Let's hear that back.